This is St. Peter's Sunday Morning Bible Group, and I'm Pastor Adam. Each week, we record our teaching time to aid you in your discipleship and to help create a resilient faith that is able to respond to the changing landscape of culture and life with the fullness of grace and truth. And hey, if you happen to live in the Columbus area, we would love to see you on a Sunday morning. To plan your visit, head over to our website at stpeterscolumbus.org. That's stpeterscolumbus.org. Here is this week's Sunday Morning Bible Group. So today is the 7th. Um, the, the point of this, this time is, is just to get uh, George and I to kind of lay the foundation, the why behind the series. Why does it matter, right? Why does it matter that we are clear in our wording as we articulate our beliefs about life, death, and, and resurrection, all right? So that's really the basis of today. Uh, next week, you're going to get Pastor John and I, we're going to go through the theology, right? So come next week knowing that there's going to be a lot of a lot of terms, a lot of um, theological jargon that's going to come, come in, but we want to lay that theology down so that as we go through it, um, we're all operating off the same thing, all right? Uh, and then as we go on, uh, George is going to kind of be the host of, of this, this class, um, and George has gotten lots of different people to come in. Uh, so we, are, we have somebody, or actually a couple people from hospice, uh, we're going to talk about kind of dying well, right? So kind of the process of of dying. Hospice kind of walks you through that. Um, so what is hospice's role, right, if you don't know that? Uh, and then really how their faith uh, goes into their dealings with death. Um, we're going to have a funeral director come in, uh, talk about kind of why the body matters, right? So, um, so funeral directors are the ones that deal with the, with, with the dead individual. Um, why does the dead body matter? Is it just dead, like, and we can just throw it into a mass grave, right? Or, or kind of what's the why behind that? Uh, we're going to have a former death row executioner. That sounds, that's just a really fancy word for Pastor Tim. Uh, we're going to have Pastor Tim come in, uh, and, and he has uh, just a fantastic story. Um, and the way that he tells it and kind of what he's been through is just phenomenal. If you've never heard him talk about it, that's the class to come to. Uh, February 11th, we're going to bring a social worker in um, in talking about how to talk about death with kids, right? So um, how to not unload everything on them, but to not shy away from the topic either. So we're going to go through that. Um, we're having the county coroner come in, um, talk about faith in, in his life that deals with death. February 25th, uh, your three pastors will come back in um, and talk about it from our perspective, right? So as, as we walk with families through the dying process. Um, what is that gonna, gonna look like? What, what, what resources do we use? How is the funeral um, service set up? Why are there different aspects of the funeral services there? Um, and, and then kind of what our job is, right? So up to this point in time, we've heard a lot of the medical stuff, right? Hospice and the county coroner. Um, this is gonna be uh, how do we spiritually walk alongside you guys and why, um, from our vantage point, that's the most important thing. Uh, and then finally, we're going to wrap up um, and we're going to say what's next, why, how'd it go, everything else. Okay? So if you didn't memorize every single date, that's why we're going to text you out so that you know what to expect. All right? Um, we're going to use our phones one more time. Um, and I want you to text the word myth to that same number, 812-775-2300. Um, and it's going to come up with a poll of, I think, five different myths that we have about death. 
Um, and I want you to text back the number, only a number, not the whole thing, just one number behind what you think is the most um, pervasive myth around death. And if you click that link, that's going to open up a web page where we can see what people say. It should be. You got it, Brother G. Get it. Get it. George, Brother G. Brother G. Brother G. All right, here we go. All right, so uh, this is what people are saying as we go. I don't know how many people we have, but it's more than nine. Um, uh, and this, as you guys go through this, um, you're gonna, we're going to spend really um, up through Easter, and if you're in the Connect groups, through this next half of the year talking about this. So we're going to talk about this quite a bit. You might be tired of talking about it by the end, and that's okay. Um, this is what the Connect groups are covering. We're going to cover this in Lent. It'll be the Sunday morning series in, in Lent. We're going to hit it uh, from the pulpit, um, or the metaphorical pulpit, I suppose, coming up soon. Um, and uh, uh, we're going to hit it in Sunday morning Bible groups. Um, so it's all going to come together. So if you kind of see this continuing on, we're doing it intentionally. All right. Has it been at 27 for a while? Oh, 30. We're keeping on going. Um, so, uh, good deeds gets us to heaven that has nine. We become angels when we die. Heaven's the ultimate goal. Um, are there any myths out there that you guys can think of that you think is pervasive in our culture? Ooh, okay. So the idea of in, uh, reincarnation, right? So we, uh, um, so you start off as, um, Mike, um, and if Mike lives a bad life, he then reincarnates to Pastor Adam. Nancy <laughs> Love you, Nancy. So uh, these are kind of the why. Like, why are we hitting this? Because there are so many myths out there um, that we need to be um, like a surgical knife, I think, with our words, <laughs> pun intended, death, um, like a surgical knife um, as we look to very precisely articulate um, our beliefs about life, death, and resurrection. We've been, um, we've seen death a lot, haven't we, right? We have the war of Ukraine, um, we have Israel and Palestine or Gaza, um, Hamas, right? We have that, we have that whole thing. Um, but we also, here in America, um, we're actually, um, we, we, we spend a lot of time, um, we spend a lot of our living dealing with dying, um, it's kind of, a, I think, a, a good way to say it. Um, that's why we keep up with, like, the latest cancer trends, right? What is the latest thing that causes cancer? Um, that's why um, I try to be on a diet um, that goes terribly. That's why I try to exercise, right, so I can, I can live longer. Um, we are entertained by death. Um, is there anybody watching any shows that has, like, killing or murder or death in them? Yellowstone, the news. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who else? Who else is watching a show that kind of is 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 dealing with this? NCIS. What else? Hallmark. <laughs> Sometimes people want to die when they watch the Hallmark movies. Just kidding. They're good. They're good. Um, we just started a, a, a new a series on Netflix. Man, I can't remember. It. Good to you. Um, golly, Moses. I can't remember it. Um, but uh, the main lady sees her dead husband on a nanny cam. 
um, just died, just had the funeral. Do you know the name of it? The last for you? Uh, fool me once. <laughs> Look at you guys go. Uh, fool me once. Uh, so she just has the funeral, and then somehow her dead husband is seen on the nanny cam um, uh, cuddling her daughter. So the whole thing it revolves around that. Um, one of the, are uh, actually the leading podcasts are all murder podcasts, right? We have Serial um, at ne- Netflix. The kind of big thing that started it was Making a Murderer. I don't know if you guys watched that. Um, but a lot of us are entertained by this idea of death so much that, I don't know if you guys follow the news, but er, er, late 2023, there was a name that came forward in the murder of Tupac. And it kind of, it, it, it went through the news because Tupac's been dead for like, I don't know, 26 years or something. Um, but they finally found out who killed him, or at least who was at the helm of the whole thing. Tupac? Tupac Shakur? Uh, he's just a rapper. Or he was a rapper. Um, I would not suggest you go listen to his songs. But he was. He was a rapper. Um, so we have this idea um, where, where um, everybody's talking about death, like media's talking about death, the world is talking about death, but we, as followers of Jesus, we have the most important word um, when we talk about death, and that is Jesus Christ and everything that, that he has done for us. Um, so we have kind of a, a, a fun way, I think, that we're going to lay this out to see, to see how well up we are on kind of the news and the media surrounding death. All right. So to get us chugging, thinking about some of the misconceptions and where we get them, we're going to do, do a little quiz. This is a table competition. So you're working at a table to come up with these answers. All right. Put them down on the sheet that is in front of you. Pick one of those note sheets. Uh, put your name at the top. Uh, you pick a table name, some cute table name, and then we're going to number these. I had number sheets and I didn't bring them down. So uh, we're going without the numbers. Just take one of those note sheets, put your table name on. There's going to be 20 questions, one answer. We'll go through them and then we'll come back with the answers. If your table is the only table that gets an answer correct, you get double points. And then there will be a prize next week for every... I, 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 I knew that there would be odd numbers at the tables. So they I want to make sure that, yeah, and they got to come back next week. You have gotcha. to be present. You have to be present to get your prize. All right, are we ready? There are going to be 30 seconds on each one of these. All right, so it's going to come quick. So here we go. The first one, a banker is about to commit suicide, but he gets a second chance at life by looking at the past. Say it quietly. Here's a hint. It was just recently on all the time. This would be, this is some kind of a book, novel, or TV show. It could be any one of those popular media things. Could it be a movie also? Did I not say movie? I'm no, sorry. No, you didn't. Thank you. That's why we're here together. Something popular. Book, movie, song, yes. TV show. All right. Number two. An old miser is visited by the ghost of his dead partner. Ooh. Is he a miser? Yes, he is. Uh, what's the definition of a miser? Somebody that holds on to things too tightly. Oh, okay. Somebody that holds on to things. We have to have this running pattern. Am I the straight man and you're the, the jokester? <laughs> I'll give you five more seconds. We're giving you 30 seconds on each of these. 
All right, the next one. A dead couple enlists the help of a ghost by calling his name three times. A ghost couple? I should, I should have written I, the, these dead. answers down. <laughs> I don't know you, that you should say if you wouldn't. I, I gave you all the answers, you but did, you probably you didn't did. think about them. Another ghost calling is three times. Three times. They got to say his name. In the name three of the Father, times. the Son, the Holy no, Spirit. No, no, that, no, 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 no. Definitely okay. not the Trinity. <laughs> definitely not the Trinity. The church service is not the right answer, huh? All right, five okay. more seconds. All right, number four. A boy travels to the afterlife on the Day of the Dead to try to one. unlock family secrets. I do know this one. These are definitely, some of these are very generational. Some of these are very generational. I think, I, I don't know the answer, but I think. <laughs> Day of the Dead. Number five. Day of the a psychiatrist tries to help a troubled boy who Ooh, sees dead people. This terrified me. True story. True story. There's one scene this, in this that is like super. Even if you, or every time you watch one. it, it's or, one scene or, every time read it makes it. you jump. Or, or read it, because it could, it could be a book. Oh, could read it. Yeah, <laughs> or when you read it. Well, yeah. <laughs> I was given a little hint. You were. Four seconds. All right, number six, and the author of this travels with long dead poet Virgil through the nine circles of hell. There's nine, nine circles. Uh, most of these have a <laughs> myth or a misconception about Virgil. death or resurrection or what's I after. I have, I have no, no idea. This is a classic. This is for those of you that know classics. Uh, and this fits several categories too, Adam, not okay. just one. This is actually where a lot of our pictures of hell come from. Really? Hmm. I would think that it would come from scripture. Yeah, it, unfortunately it doesn't. <laughs> I wish, wish it did, but it, most of them come from this. Next one. I'm giving you a clue here because it's got a person. Robin Williams leaves paradise after death to rescue his wife from hell. This is a little more obscure, but it was very popularly acclaimed. How long ago? Less than 20 years. Really? Oh, man, I should know it. Oh. Wait, how long ago did Robin Williams die? <laughs> it's in the Connect book. I don't watch as many as I know about. I, I, I've actually never seen all of this. Wait a minute. Oh, no, Robin Williams would be, you, you would know it's something to see. All right. All right, next okay. one. Number eight. This is a classic Christian book about the choices in life and what happens because of that. It portrays the hell as a very gray and dismal town. I'm realizing something about myself. I don't know the classics. You, you're not, <laughs> for somebody that loves all the popular media, you don't know much media beyond five years ago. You know, that, that might be true. This is the classic Christian book. 
Is it a Christian book? 100%. 100% a Christian book. Maybe not completely on About task the with our theology. Hmm. Portrays hell as a gray town that's very dismal. All right, number nine. Okay. This is a TV series. I'm giving you a hint. All right. There's a brainy female archaeologist that helps a police detective solve murders by examining the corpses. The female archaeologist helps a police what? detective solve murders by examining corpses. What is it? What is it? Uh, oh, yeah, I didn't watch that one. You know what we should have put on there? Did, did you ever watch the TV show Dexter? Oh, that's, that is disturbing. That is, uh, it's like a, uh, it's the life of a serial killer. Um, but but you goes, root for just, him because he yeah. kills bad people. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very disturbing. Kind of like the Robin Hood of it, living and dying. It's very disturbing. <laughs> All right, number 10. A man whose kidnapped daughter was murdered sees her in heaven after meeting the Trinity in a cabin. Mm, I know this one. The man, I think. A man whose kidnapped daughter was murdered sees her in heaven after meeting the Trinity in a cabin. I don't think this is a Christian book. Or movie. Or TV show. It, this one purports to be Christian. We would have some, we would have some theological disagreements with it. All right, next one, number 11. Charlie, the lovable but rascally mutt, sneaks back to Earth after dying. The Charlie, mutt. the lovable but rascally mutt, sneaks back to Earth after dying. And I'll give you a hint, There's Burt a... Reynolds. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna... <laughs> Thanks for helping. <laughs> that really sealed do, it for me. <laughs> do, you, do you know who Burt Reynolds is? <laughs> I know the name. If, now, I'm going to give a shameless plug. If you listen to our podcast, I do this all the time with Dustin. I pull up these, these references that are more than 20 years ago and he doesn't understand them. Of course... Of course, he refers to basketball and, and football co players that I have no clue who they are. So. There we go. We all, have our, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. Number 12, paranormal investigators capture mischievous spirits in New York using modern technology. How modern is the technology? Uh, it was just modernized in the second version of this. I really thought that I knew like movies and TV shows. Well, I'll give think... you another hint. The second version of this, they changed the gender of the investigators. It's what? the third version now? Well, it's the, the, the second, there was a sequel, right? So this is the third movie, but it goes back to the original one. And number it? 13. Number 13. <laughs> Ghosts of famous baseball players come from the corn for a final game. Oh, this is a good one. Ghosts of famous baseball players come from the corn for a final game. This is a classic. This is a classic. This is a classic. This is a classic. I know this classic. This is a classic. They now replicate this in actual uh, baseball. They do. Number 14. Cool. This is a this is a throwback. This is for those of us that are a little bit no older. Way I'm getting it. This was this was very popular when I was in college. A football player's ghost inhabits the body of a deceased millionaire. However, there was a version. Those of you that are older than me might remember a version before that that was even older than that. Raise your hand if you know this one. 
Anybody? I can't think of the name. Oh, hey, we got one. All right, so there we go. Uh, I'll give you a hint. Warren Beatty. <laughs> Warren Beatty's famous, right? All right, number 15. A more recent one, two teenage cancer patients fall in love while attending a support group. Two yes. teenage cancer patients. This one would have been popular when you were in college, maybe? Uh, I don't know. Either in college or shortly after, somewhere, somewhere around there. Okay, we're giving you some dates, little hints. Two teenage cancer patients fall in love while attending a support group. Go going, going, 16. Here's a classic, four boys go looking for a dead body. Four boys go looking for a dead body. I'll give you a hint. There's a scene. Thank you. With a railroad track. Sounds like a Hardy Boys book to me. No, this or is like there. Or what's the the uh, the Baxter or the uh, the box? Uh, what's that? Boxcar Kids. Boxcar Kids. There you go. Thank you. I think the the four guys that were in this are all older, but they're still most of them are still acting. Oh, wait, I just gave you a hint. All right, number 17. An elderly widow executes an elaborate plan to visit the couple, his dead wife and he, their dream spot, but he's joined by a young Boy Scout. This is a more recent one. Ah, okay. You know this one. I think I do. Should we give a hint? There's sure. A good, there's a good hint. Balloon. Yeah, there it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. Yep. That's what I was thinking. It's, this is for fun. This is the. You know, it has. We don't two, want to make it too. Two letters hard. in it. All right. Hey, 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 hey! Don't give too many clues. Okay. Number eighteen. It's not a down. funeral. A funeral director's daughter tries to cope with death, including the death of her friend who dies from bee stings. This is critically acclaimed. It's been a while. And the main. No, I'm not going to give you more clues. <laughs> I'm trying to remember when this was. When I say it, everyone's going to go like this. All right, number 19. A murder girl watches from heaven to help her father solve her mystery, or the mystery of her death. A murdered girl. A murdered girl watches from heaven to try to help her father solve the mystery of her murder. This is was this recent? Fairly recent, not super recent. COVID. Like, COVID is thrown off. I should have put dates. Am I in elementary school? No, Fairly no. You, this would this would have been this would have been right when you were in your prime of high school, college, oh. and adulthood. Oh, right when you would have been watching a lot of movies before kids. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Because I know movies. you weren't studying. <laughs> uh, All right, number twenty. What? This is a giveaway. The Disney hero descends into the underworld to rescue his girlfriend's soul. I think he goes down into Hades. The underworld. Oh, okay, excuse me. Maybe the he underworld. meets Hades. Hades in charge of it. Okay. Which again goes back to more of our misconceptions about the reason we're doing this again. Most of these movies will have a misconception about what happens in between or after we die. All right, so are we ready for answers? Yeah. If you got the right answer, yes. circle it. If you're the only table that gets it, give yourself an extra point. If you got it wrong, X the number. And then I'll collect those later on. All right, here we do go. Okay. With answers. 
What's the question? Number the one banker. was okay, the, banker. the banker who commits suicide, and the answer is? A Wonderful Life. A Wonderful <laughs> Life, which is a movie, and actually it. it was based on a book. So if you put the book, you didn't have to do that. I only asked for the title. All right, number two. This is oh, the old miser visited by the ghost of his partner. It is, of course, A Christmas Carol, which started out a book, then became a play, and then has been made a movie several times. The Muppets Christmas Carol is the best one. That is a good one. All right, the next one. Oops. The dead couple gets some help from another ghost by saying his name three times. What is? Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Okay, that's a movie. All right, then the next one is, the, the question was... Little boy travels into the The little boy travels into the afterlife, and we're going to look at a clip of this later on. Coco! Oh. Who got that one? More than one table? Oh, oh what? I wasn't asking that. Did, did it, let's go back. I, I got to make sure we got... Who got number one right? Lots of people. All right, everyone. Who got number two right? Lots of people. Number three right? Not as many. All right, we haven't got any doubles yet. Number four right? No, no doubles yet. All right. Next one, a psychiatrist tries to help a dead boy who see help a boy who sees dead people. It is the sixth sense, the sixth sense which is the movie. Who got it? Yeah. Still no doubles. All right, next one. Uh, the author travels with long dead Virgil through the nine circles of hell in the Inferno by Dante. Who got it? All right. It was originally a poem which is only a small part of the book. It was adapted in a movie since then. It's become a graphic novel. And, for those of you younger, a great video game. All right, number seven. And so we got more than one per team. How about this one? Number seven, Robin Williams leaves paradise after death. What dreams may come. Anyone? What dreams may come. A movie adopted, adapted from a, from a book. Nobody? It is visually stunning. It is theologically horrible. All right, number eight. Um, this is a classic Christian book about hell being an all-great town, The Great Divorce by C.S. Lewis. Anybody? The Great Divorce? I don't know why I didn't think about that. I knew that one. The Great Divorce by C.S. Lewis. Anybody? All right. Uh, number nine, a TV series about a brainy female uh, archaeologist who helps detective solve murders. Bones, Bones, TV series based on novels. Okay. All right. Anybody? Who's got that one? Lots of people. No doubles. All right. Next one. A man whose daughter was murdered after being kidnapped gets to see her in heaven after meeting the Trinity. Here's the hint. In a cabin. The answer is? The Shack. The Shack. A book and a movie. Who got it? Lots no doubles people. yet. All right. Number 11. Charlie the lovable but rascally mutt sneaks back to earth after dying. All dogs go to heaven? All dogs go to heaven. <laughs> This table, double. Get an extra. Oh no, no, two. All right, we got a couple. <laughs> the you whole raise your hands right up. Side of the hands room. up. I didn't see it. You're blocking my view. No doubles. All right, number twelve. Paranormal investigators <laughs> capture mischievous spirits with modern technology. We know that one. Sure Who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters, the movie. Yeah, several people got that. Hands up. All right, next one. Uh, here's the hard one, right? The goal, ghost of famous baseball players come from oh, out of the corn. Please. Field of Dreams is a movie based on the book. All right, now number 14. This is our one. I'm sure everyone, a lot of people got that one, right? Yes. All right, this one will be the, the challenge. The football player's ghost inhabits the body of a recently deceased millionaire. Heaven can wait. Who else? Oh, oh, oh. several people got it. See? 
I did. I picked things that people knew. All right, number 15. Some people Two knew. teenage cancer like patients three. fall in love while attending a support group. The Fault in Our Stars. Who got Fault in Our Stars? All right. Number 16, four boys go looking for a dead body. Classic, Stand By Me. Wow. That was originally a novella by Stephen King. Stephen King wrote the original story. All right. Number 17, an elderly widow, or widower plans mm -hmm. an elaborate plot, but is joined by a young boy scout. Say it. Up. Up. The movie. I know more than one who got that. All right, number 18, a funeral director's daughter tries to cope with death, including the death of her friend who dies from bee stings. My girl. My who had it? My girl? That's, that's a movie? Yeah. I thought that was a song. Dan Aykroyd is the father. Dan Aykroyd's the father, and Haley, not Haley Joe Osment, who's the. Um, Macaulay Culkin. Really? I was going to say the Home Alone guy is the, the guy that dies of bee stings. All right, number 19, a murder girl watches her family from heaven, tries to guide her father to solve the murder. The Lovely Bones. Who got the that The Lovely one? Bones. One? Okay. Several. All right. Mm. It was a book that was made into a movie. And the final one. The Disney hero who descends into the underworld to try to rescue his girlfriend's soul. 10, 11. Hercules, based very, very loosely on Greek mythology. All right. I'm going to start right away at, I know more than one, more than one table got that one, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. Who, which table's got, if you had 14, stand oh, up. No. 14 or more, stand up. Nope. All right, keep standing up until I call a number that's bigger than your right. 15, 16, 17. Wow. 17, you guys have oh, 17? 17. 18? Oh. All right. All right, we'll have a tie. I'm not gonna run a tiebreaker. Put your name at the top of your, put uh, winners at the top of your paper, and when I collect those later on, I'll collect the attendance sheet and that. You guys will get a prize next week if you are here. All right. Um, so one of the movies uh, was called Coco. Anybody seen it? Um, so Coco is this, is, uh, this family uh, that they live down in Mexico, and they celebrate Dia de los Muertos, which is the Day of the Dead. Um, and Miguel is the oldest or the youngest son, um, and he goes um, across this bridge into the afterlife. Um, and and the way that Disney portrays Dia de los Muertos is that um, that there's an interaction between the dead and the living, um, and it's a fascinating story. His family doesn't like music. That's kind of what sets it off because grandma, or was it great grandma? Um, great grandma. Great grandma Coco um, had a bad interaction with uh, somebody who was a musical um, person. Uh, and the, Miguel ends up meeting them, but it's, it's fascinating. But we're going to watch a little clip here. Uh, the point is that uh, culture bombards us with wrong things about death. This is just another one of them right here. I hope you are enjoying this week's Sunday Morning Bible Group. For more information, you can head over to stpeterscolumbus.org. There, you will find more faith content and you can support this ministry. And don't forget, if you are looking for that local church and you live in Columbus, we would love to see you on a Sunday morning. Now, back to the Sunday Morning Bible Group. As you watch that movie, you probably saw several things in there that made you scratch your head and go, well, is that true? Um, 
I know some of you have. Who in here has been able to actually celebrate the Day of the Dead in Mexico? Just Gretchen? All right. The, the Day of the Dead is an actual official holiday in Mexico. It's November 1st and 2nd usually. It falls closely to Halloween, which is All Hallows Eve, which is before All Hallows Day or All Saints Day. So there's roots in this that go back to the Catholic faith and Again, those of us that have come from the Catholic faith, remembering and thanking God for those who have passed on before us. Now, the Day of the Dead goes a little bit farther, and what happens is in their homes, they will make altars with a picture of their loved one and put food offerings on and even bring those offerings to the graveyard and set them on the grave. Now, again, we would say that it crosses the, 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 the idea of the, the folks that have gone on don't get our food offerings. Sometimes uh, there will be people that look at it and go, are they worshiping the dead? As you were watching this, you probably saw some other things about the afterlife, about things that happen after death that you said, well, that's not exactly right. All right? So what I'd like you to do, take three minutes around your table, try to have each person come up with one thing that would probably be not biblical about their view of the afterlife. Ready, set, go. All right. What did you see? What, what came to mind um, that you said, mm, that's not scriptural, that doesn't really happen? The flying animals, the spirit animals, right? Um, and the fact that they guide you, that's kind of what they said, they, they, they guide you um, in your journey. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of well, interesting. And, and then my favorite thing about talking about the afterlife, they still poop. They said, watch out for the caquita. Oh. <laughs> give, me a, give me a text and verse that you don't poop in heaven. <laughs> it seemed like a waste of time, so God wouldn't want us wasting time. All right. What else? What did you see that was not scriptural? Skeletons walking around in the afterlife, whatever, whatever that is. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. What else? Yeah. Re-entry. Yeah, so you can leave. You can go hang out on, on earth and come, come back. What else? Hold on, do what? Yeah, so you have to post a picture. They have to remember you to be included in this day. Yeah, what do you, you say? Yeah, 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 yeah. People influence. So be nice or else you're stuck. Do you have anything to declare? Do you have anything to declare? You can bring things back like churros. <laughs> I could say they have a, there's a banquet, but I have to think they're better than churros. And I think God provides the banquet too. Now that's... That is true. That is true. Yeah, so you can go into the afterlife alive. Uh, there's one way that that happens. Well, there's Elijah and Enoch, but we're, that's, a, that's a study for a different day. Uh, but that's if Jesus comes back, right? If we're still living and Jesus comes back, off we go. Mm, so there's no differentiation. There's just the afterlife, right? Um, now, if you watch it, there's different levels of the afterlife. Um, and kind of one of the other main people, um, he lives in like the top penthouse. Um, you want to get there. But the guy that got, um, 
that was not allowed across the bridge. He lives in kind of the slums. Um, Here's a more theological one. Yeah, what's that? what's that? There are more than one bridge. If you looked, you could see other bridges in the distance. Mm. More than one way into the afterlife. Um, so there is a lot of different ways that the world portrays to us what death is, what happens. The biggest thing that they leave out is two things. One, Jesus, right? No Jesus in that movie. Um, no Jesus in Coco, no Jesus in Hercules, no Jesus in, what was that Robin Williams film? What dreams may come. What dreams may come. Uh, no Jesus there. Uh, they leave out that, and because they leave out Jesus, they leave out the resurrection. And that's the biggest point um, of this class that you're going to hear over and over again, is that there is a resurrection. Your body now matters, um, and God will uh, raise your body on the last day. You will be you, right? Um, you will be Adam Spagnolo, uh, a perfected Adam uh, that doesn't text during class. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love you so much, Adam. You know, I don't, uh, want, I don't want to be Adam Spagnolo. <laughs> uh, no, but, but we will be perfected Per, perfected bodies, whatever that looks like, but you will still be you. You will have your essence. You will have your personality. You will be you. What makes you you is you just without sin. Um, so that is the day of the resurrection. Now, as we kind of start um, walking this, this through, there's some basic definitions that we want to walk, walk through to make sure that we're all on the same page. Um, so definition number one is just dying. Um, we have been uh, dying ever since you've been born, right? Uh, so once you're born, you actually start the process of dying. It just takes a while. Now, um, once you get a little bit older, the dying process picks up a little bit more um, at whatever point in time that is for you. Um, but dying uh, is this period of time right before death when disease or the process of aging is bringing death soon. So when we say dying, it's kind of that, that process um, when your body kind of starts shutting down. Now, that's not for everybody, right? Somebody can die in a car crash, and that's pretty quick, right? Um, but it's kind of that time right beforehand. Um, so we want to make a differentiation between physical and temporal death, and that's when the heart stops beating. There is no brain activity. Um, and then the medical definition is the irreversible cessation of circulatory and respiratory function or the irreversible cessation of all the functions of the entire brain. So for, for you to be medically dead, it's one of two things. You're either not breathing or your brain has stopped working. That's kind of how they, how they call you dead. Uh, we looked up the great Google, the great doctor of Google, um, said that there is no amount of time after that happens that a medical person needs to wait. Um, so, you know, you're, you stop breathing. Do they call it 30 seconds later, right? Everybody's seen, or some people have seen Grey's Anatomy, right? They call death. Um, there's no exact time, but um, those are from the physical side. From the spiritual side, if you read scripture, it talks about spiritual death. Uh, that's when somebody doesn't trust in Jesus as their savior. And, and that's how we're all born. We're all born into the spiritual death. We're born as enemies of God. But through the gift of faith that comes through your baptism, um, we are gifted that gift of faith by the Holy Spirit, um, and you are brought from death into life. Um, kind of our theology of baptism is that um, your old self drowns in the waters of baptism and your new self comes up. Okay, so there is a spiritual death. Uh, there is also an eternal 
death. And that's when someone experiences physical date, death, while still in a state of spiritual death. And the consequence of this is hell. Now, this is something that we don't like to talk about all that, all, all that much. Um, somebody asked me why we don't talk about it from the pulpit all that often, um, which I responded, uh, I think that we do. Um, but um, it's very stark, right? There is a consequence. There is a moment that there is no other second chances, right? That exists. Um, when we talk about it, um, we, we, we try to unpack it a little bit more. It takes a little bit more time than just a brief um, statement during the, dur- during the message. But there will be that time for everybody, which gets to the urgency of the mission of the church, right? That's why, that's why we make sure that everything is rocking and rolling um, so that we can have a big party when we get into heaven um, or the resurrection of the dead. Uh, afterlife. Um, that's just what comes after death. It's a very broad category. Um, so when we say afterlife, we can mean heaven, we can mean hell, um, but it is only one of those, those two, okay? Uh, hell, in a very broad sense, this is separation from God, okay? Um, hell, that's how we can say that Jesus experienced hell on the cross, right? Uh, because Jesus was separated from God. Um, so hell is just the absence of God. Of, of God, something that we as followers of Jesus will never experience because he promised to be with us always until the very end of the age. Heaven, in a very broad sense, this is being in the presence of God. Now, as we go through this and next week, um, you're going to hear us harping um, that heaven is not the ultimate goal of the Christian, okay? You're going to hear that over and over and over, I promise you, and over again, Um, because heaven, the way that we kind of understand it, the way that we talk about it, um, is where we go when we die, right? When we die, we go to heaven. We go to be in the presence of God. That's not where you want to stay, because when you're in heaven, after you die, um, that is where your soul is. Where is your body? Still here, sometimes underground, sometimes in the very nice columbarium that we just, that we just, uh, built, right? Um, but the point is, is that your soul and your body are separate. That's not the way that God intended it. The great day of the resurrection is when he knits those two back together again. Okay? So heaven is not your ultimate destination. Your ultimate destination is the resurrection of the dead and the new heavens and the new earth that Jesus has promised to make for us. Okay? Uh, we get this idea of last day, judgment day. That's when the new heavens and the new earth come. It's when Christ returns and all the dead are raced to face final judgment. It's important to know that it's not just the believers that are, that are risen on the last day. You rise whether you believe in Jesus or not. God raises all people. Just where you go is really the ultimate question. Okay? Again, we'll unpack it more next week. Uh, this idea of spirit and soul, uh, lots of different shades of this meaning. Uh, we'll be referring to the immaterial being or the non-physical aspect or essence of who you are, okay? You have a soul and a body. You have both of them. Um, They were never meant to be separated. That's the most unnatural thing that you'll go through in this life, unless Jesus comes back first, is death because it rips soul and body apart. And kind of the way that we talk about it um, is that you are not a soul and a body. You are a soul body. They're together all the time. 
That was the intended purpose of it. That's why death is not natural. Okay? Um, the old idea of this was ghost, right? If you ever confessed the Apostles' Creed, I think a little while ago, right? It said, I believe in um, the Holy Ghost. Um, if you ever heard of the Holy Spirit as the Holy Ghost. Um, but that now has been morphed um, into kind of, uh, you know, souls from the dead that are haunting you, right? That's not, that would not be good language and articulate and precise language to use in this modern era. Um, and then ghost in our society, right, has taken the meaning of the deceased person. So lots of different things that we're going to unpack more next week. Quickly, we're just going to hit a couple things. The Bible does not speak a ton about the intermediate stage between being on earth and when we are at, with, with the rest of the believers and with Jesus in the new heavens and new earth. There are some references, but one of the big things we want to hit before we leave in response to Coco is that we are told often that there is not conversation between the living and the dead. All right, so when people say, are there ghosts? We would say not in the way that we just define it, not the way that our society looks at it. All right, there are some verses in the Bible that I'm just going to run through quickly. All right, do the dead communicate with the living? Right, I see dead people going back to the sixth sense. All right, what does the Bible say? The first thing in the Torah, the first five books, God, God forbids trying to communicate with the dead. Now you can say, well, it's not really clear that he's saying the dead can't communicate with us. But he talks about the only way that you can do that is through necromancers and mediums. Somebody that comes in between. And what we would say as believers is that's God telling us that we need to avoid trying to go to any other source besides God and his word to get answers. Right? If I'm looking to the dead, I'm going to the medium or to a necromancer so I can talk to somebody that's gone on before me. I'm not coming to the source of power. And so God, again, would say we don't do that because that's not trusting him for guidance. I'm trusting something else. So you could argue that there is dead people that come back. And in the prophets, Isaiah says this too. Don't go to the dead, all right? Uh, Micah says he's going to get rid of, God's going to get rid of those idols and those sacred stones. Again, the idea, God is our only source. There's a really interesting story in the book of Samuel about uh, the ghost of Samuel. We're not going to go into that this morning. That, that opens up more questions. But in the New Testament, Luke tells us in Jesus' parable, now again, we've got to be careful when we use parables, we don't use them for doctrine because Jesus has got a story that, that he's telling for a point. But there is in the, the account of uh, the rich man and poor Lazarus where uh, Jesus says, if you've got the law and the prophets, that's all you need to know. You don't have to have a person come back from the dead. Um, it seems to be that Jesus is saying the dead don't get sent back to bring a message because we have the truth in God's word. Hebrews tells us, and here's an important passage, people are destined to die once. I think Mike brought up earlier, a lot of different religions around the world believe in reincarnation. People are destined to die once and then to face the judgment. There is no second chance, and it seems like it's one of those things that we, after we die, come quickly to the judgment. Now, how that works we don't all completely know, but we do know that we're going to get all the answers next week from John and Adam. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, you know, again, the, the point of this morning uh, was just to introduce the topic. 
uh, it was just to say that, you know, we have a lot of messages coming from culture about what death is, and a lot of them, quite frankly, are not true. Um, and we need to be very precision-based on how we articulate our understanding about life, death, and resurrection um, because it matters. Um, the biggest thing that people leave out is Jesus and the resurrection. Um, so uh, we're going we're gonna to dive into all that stuff more next week. Um, we're going to dive into some of the myths next week and kind of un, uh, deep, debunk bunk them. Um, we're going to dive into what does Scripture actually say about uh, death, about the resurrection. What does it say about the intermediate state, right? So you die, and then there's this time that uh, maybe, uh, you know, your, your kid, your parent, your grandparent, um, your spouse, what they're physically... Um, experiencing right now, right? So my grandma died like uh, two and a half years ago, right? So like, what is she, what, what is she doing, right? She's with Jesus, best place to be, but like, what's going on, right? That's that in, intermediate state. Um, so we'll talk about that, and then we'll talk about the resurrection, right? What does the new heavens and the new earth, what does that mean? What does that look like? What does scripture say about it? Uh, and um, this is what the connect groups are going to be diving into, and this is what's going to be, uh, we're going to dive into during Lent from, um, from the preaching per perspective, too. Um, so hopefully by the end, end of it, we can be very um, precision-based in how we articulate what we believe, teach, and confess about death, because we know that death affects everybody in this room. And there's people that have experienced very recently, um, there's people that have experienced it uh, within the last year, um, and there's people that will experience it in the very near future. Um, so this is a topic that is near and dear to our hearts as your ministry leadership staff. Um, and we want to make sure that we articulate it well for you. Um, so as we end, as we go get our kiddos and maybe head to service um, or head for the rest of your day, George, can you close us in prayer? Let's pray. Look at Heavenly Father. Again, we thank you for the opportunity to come together to worship and praise you, but also to dig in and to study what your word says. There's so many voices speaking to us in our world. Lord, help us to tune our ears and our hearts to your voice. Help us to live out your word. And all that we do, Lord, we know we don't know all the answers, and we won't know them until we are with you. But until then, Lord, we do know one thing, and we need to share that with others. Give us the courage, give us the, the wisdom, give us the strength to share the gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ, our only Savior. It's in his holy name that we pray. Amen. Hey, I hope that you enjoyed this Sunday morning Bible group. If you did, be sure to share it and subscribe so we can get you more faith content when it's available. And I want to give a shout out to all people who call St. Peter's home. It is through you that we are able to connect people to Jesus for the first time and keep people connected for a lifetime. We hope to see you next time.